What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of A Beautiful Horror, the podcast that is all about delicious tasting, delicious, delicious brews, and some awesome horror. I hope that everyone is having an awesome start to your week. It is actually Sunday as I record this because, again, my days off this week are going to be just busy, so I'm just trying to focus on recording so that you all have nice brand new episodes to listen to this week. So, of course, I'm recording tonight, Sunday. I'm sure a lot of people, myself not included, watch the Super Bowl. I have no idea really even who played, who won. All I know is that Usher played the halftime show, and apparently Taylor Swift was in the audience watching her boyfriend play since so I guess the Chiefs played. I don't know. Is is that the team he's on? See, it shows how little I know about football. I just know Travis Kelsey, but yeah, don't know really. I don't really know what team he plays for, and honestly, I really don't care. But but yeah. So the only thing that I did pay attention from the Super Bowl that I was excited about though was the trailer for the new Deadpool movie. So. I am looking forward to that. Just have to wait until July. So, but, uh, but yeah, hopefully, you know, other than if you watch the Super Bowl and whatnot, hopefully, if you did that, you had fun with friends, family, whoever you watched it with, had some good food, had a good time, got home safe because I'm sure after the game, a bunch of people are on the roads and who knows. So, but other than that, hopefully, everyone's weekend was just fantastic my weekend (laughs) pretty much kind of sucked um yeah i got stuck at work late both saturday and sunday and i'm just not a big fan of that so i got done work at six o'clock saturday and then probably about 6 30 on sunday tonight as i record this so yeah Good thing I didn't really have any plans after work at all this weekend. I thought about going to the Code 7 show in Jersey, but I decided to just not go to that because of trying to save money. Plus, I just bought tickets the other day to Nolan Taylor next month. And then the Hope Conspiracy announced that they are playing a few shows in the beginning of June, and one of those stops is in Philly. So... I haven't seen them in almost 21 years. So yeah, I, I bought a ticket, uh, man, maybe like one of these days I'll actually be able to say I bought tickets multiples, but yeah, pretty much now I just go to shows by myself and then sometimes I just meet friends there or whatnot, but that's about the extent of my show going, but yeah. So I really didn't do anything at all this weekend. I, you know, went to the dentist the other day for the first time in two years, and I got complimented by the dental hygienist at how relaxed I was. She says that she hasn't had anybody in the chair that relaxed in a long, long time. So, I mean, I just about went to sleep while having my teeth cleaned, and that's about it. And then the fact that after being almost two years since I've gone to the dentist and it was actually a pretty fairly decent, you know, visit. Uh, I mean, 
I have a couple cavities in my wisdom teeth, but they don't want to touch them unless they absolutely have to, so we are just watching them now. But yeah, that's about it. So uh, yeah, right now I am drinking from Eight and Sand Brewing. It is called Black Hole Stout Pecan Pie. So Eight and Sand is a brewery in Jersey over in Woodbury. It's down the road from where I'm going to be living. I think I was told it's maybe a five to ten minute bike ride if I want to ride my bike, which of course I'm going to when it's nice out. So, but yeah, I've been to Eight and Sand a bunch of times. They're they're one of the more up and coming breweries in the South Jersey area because they've been around for a while. But they started a new stout series called Black Hole Stout, and I don't know what the original tastes like. But they put out a pecan pie one, and they also put out a chocolate peanut butter one, which I had the other night at the brewery. And so I got cans of that and cans of the pecan pie, and they let me do two of each can, so that was pretty cool. And since I had the chocolate peanut butter one, I wanted to try the pecan pie one. Because, you know, it's pie. I mean... <laughs> It would be cool if they did a pumpkin pie version. I would love that, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I can uh, you know, put a little bit of suggestion in the ears of people there. Who knows? But it was actually kind of cool because I met my friend Bob there, the guy that I'm going to be living in the house with. And we actually noticed a little like painted sign that said, Life is brutal or make life brutal, something like that. And given the podcast, I actually was half tempted to try to buy it from them, but I don't think they were willing to sell it. <laughs> so eh, it is what it is. But yeah, this Black Hole Stout, it's pretty good. I'm not really getting a whole lot of pecan pie flavor. Yeah, I mean, it's the pecan flavor is very, very, very subtle. It's it's there. It's just as an aftertaste, like a very small afterthought, I guess you could say. But it's not bad. The chocolate peanut butter one, though, that was fantastic. And I can't wait to open up another can of that. So, but yeah, so... <laughs> um. Yeah, so I made a decision. Um, we're going to see how it goes because I tend to always make these just crazy decisions <laughs> like out of nowhere. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it just never really fully goes as planned. I always either end up just falling short or I just give up. But... <laughs> I'm making a lot of plans for this year, so I actually need to try to keep some of them and actually follow through with them. But my newest one, which, like I said, we will see how it goes, is I'm going to grow a yeard. If you, you know, if that didn't sound proper or whatever because of the microphone or whatever, yeard, Y-E-A-R-D, basically a year beard. I've tried to grow a beard for 
years. And the longest I've ever gone without shaving, I think, was a little over three months. I mean, I trimmed it up and everything to kind of keep it looking nice, which, of course, I'm going to do because I have a lot of patchiness in my facial hair. So for it to not look like a complete disheveled mess, I'm going to have to trim it up a little bit and just kind of even some stuff out as it grows. But yeah, so my goal is to push past those three months and then try to do a whole year and see how it does. And I'm hoping that with giving it more time and everything that it'll fill in more and actually be a full-fledged beard, but we will see. Like I said, I have crazy ideas all the time, and I could have this idea, and right now I think it's awesome, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to really do this and push myself to do this, but, you know, four or five months down the road, it could start to look like shit and not really fill in, and I really just don't want to have a chin neck beard so but yeah we'll see um all i can do is really just try so again just crazy ideas yes i'm a little tired not as tired as last week i actually have been sleeping so that is good but yeah i have a lot of running around to do again tomorrow I'm going to get some stuff done to my car because my car is a never-ending body of work now. I mean, it needs an oil change, but it's now making a squeaky noise in the engine, and I think it's maybe the serpentine belt, which I'm crossing my fingers that that's all it is because that is a maybe like $150 fix, and it's a quick and easy one. But... I don't know if this car just <laughs> I'm like torn right now because it's I still paying it off and I still have, you know, a little under two years left. I still owe like maybe like two grand on it. And I, you know, I'm just kind of at the point where it's like, you know, it's almost paid off. Do I fix the things that come up with it and just keep the car running? Or if, Something else, any other like big issues come up, do I just go, fuck this, and then just get a new car? (sighs) Man, I don't know, but it's just like I'm torn because I enjoy my car. Like it's, it's, it's decent, it's good on gas mileage, but it's just, I don't know, it's becoming, like I said, a never ending body of work right now. But with moving to and everything, I don't know. But I also did make a commitment to get a new tattoo in April, which I'm looking forward to. It's going to be another quote unquote job stopper tattoo because, you know, why not? (laughs) But uh, yeah. It's, I don't know if, if like it would really be easy to understand if I explain it right now, but my plan is to get like behind my ear, but you know, visible, not like a super tiny one behind my ear, but it's going to be a tooth with a nail going through it, you know, and I know a lot, you know, well, actually not a lot of people nowadays 
if my mom were listening, she'd be like, what was the significance of it? And, you know, this one actually does have a significance, though, because um, I don't know, like people who know me know that I'm a pretty passionate person and I get you know, excited easily, not excited, like, yay, I'm happy, excited, but just like I get worked up and like I can be a lot, but it's because of like the way that I am and I'm very emotional and I'm like, I'm one of those people that just tends to fight tooth and nail for something that I really want until I'm either, you know, beaten down to where I can't fight anymore or yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what that is. And um, yeah, so I think mid to end of April is when the artist that I emailed says that he has some openings. So just waiting to hear back and get a date and everything like that. So yeah, I am looking forward to that. So I'm hoping to get that done. And then around my birthday, I'm hoping to get a big old neck tattoo on the side of my neck to like finish out one side of my neck. But yeah, again, that one's going to be like a big, we'll see where we're at because if I end up getting a new car by then, that's, you know, something that's probably not going to happen, but who knows? Anything's possible. But yeah, so let's get into this week's movie. So it's with as busy as I've been, it has been hard to just figure out what movies I want to do. It's funny, like I've been putting more thought into the Thursday episodes. Like I already have this coming Thursday's episode planned out. And I've been planning this one out for, you know, a couple of days. When I say this one, I mean Thursday's episode. And for this week's movie, like the episode I'm, I'm recording right now, I decided on the movie last night. I was just scrolling through. I was like, I need to watch something tonight so that I have a movie to talk about on Monday. And yeah, because like, I don't know. It's like, I really don't know what I want to do. You know, the movie's on. It's not that I'm... I'm being lazy about it. it's just with as much as I've been having to do on my days off and stuff like that and with the way that everything's been with my work schedule and whatnot like I've just been like pooped and so <laughs> you know I don't really have too much downtime to really like think about what movies I want to do and make a plan which I'm sure there's people that do horror movie podcasts or movie podcasts or whatever and they have everything planned for the next month or so, but not me. That's not how I roll. <laughs> I'm a bit of a procrastinator and I don't know. I don't think it really benefits me too well, but I mean, it doesn't really hurt, especially I guess when it comes to this, <laughs> because sometimes the stupidest and craziest shit comes out of my mouth, out of my mouth. I was going to say out of my mind, but both. <laughs> when I kind of go into it, just kind of, you know, free-flowing. Too bad I can't just be like a free-flow rapper. I mean, that would be cool. Just like rap all of my episodes. 
no, <laughs> that would that would be a gimmick that I feel like would get old, and I don't think I have the time or the patience to even try to do that. So, especially too, since I found out that the recording like software that Spotify uses right now, they're getting rid of it in a couple months. So I now have to learn a new recording editing program called Riverside if I want to stay with this. But I was told that, you know, Bob told me that he's got some some software to help me out with. So and then we're also talking about doing a episode here in the near future when I move in about the movie Martyrs. So that's something to look forward to. Um, I am actually looking forward to, you know, the move, especially with things getting situated and getting planned out for the way that things in the house will be. So, um, yeah, just shit. It's only like, uh, yeah, less than two months. I mean, I'm probably gonna start moving stuff in next month, like the beginning of next month or whenever Andy moves out. That way I can try to get stuff in that I don't need necessarily right away. And that way, when I finally go to do the full end move or whatever, then I can just you know, get somebody to help me out that's got a vehicle or whatever big enough to carry my couch and my bed and my TV stand or whatever. And just kind of, you know, that's that. So hopefully it can all be done in one fell swoop and just... Easy peasy lemon squeezy. But getting back to the topic of conversation. Yes, I decided on this episode's movie last night. And it's a movie that I haven't seen in quite a while. The movie, of course, is Pandorum, which is a movie that came out came out in 2009. It's basically a sci-fi horror. Uh, I mean, watching it last night for the first time since seeing it in theaters, I believe. And I only went and saw it in theaters, if I remember correctly, because my friend Joey, who is a big fan of Ben Foster, wanted to go see it because Ben Foster was in it. So we went to see it, and I remember liking it. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Watching it again last night, yeah, it still holds up. It's still good. Is it great? Mm, not not in my opinion. More or less, what I would call it is the descent in space. I mean, it's I, as I was watching the movie, like, there were so many other comparisons that came to mind so i mean it had hints of you know alien it had a hint of the descent and then it also made me think of firefly slash serenity and if you've seen firefly slash serenity then the comparison is because the Creatures, you know, whatever. They kind of made me think of the Reavers from Firefly. They were very, very similar. I mean, um, and if you've seen the movie, 
Pandorum, then you know why. I can't really say without giving away too much, but if you've seen Firefly and Serenity, then you probably can figure it out on your own. But yeah, so this movie came out in 2009. It was written and directed by a German director, I believe. Uh, His name is Christian Alvart. And other than really Case 39, and then he did a movie with Norman Reedus called Antibodies, which also Norman Reedus is in this movie for like five minutes. (laughs) But yeah, most of the movies and stuff that he's done has all been German films. And then the movie was also co-written by Travis Milloy, who has done nothing else that anybody would have heard of. It's just all very, yeah, just none of it is anything that I've heard of. But, and I mean, it's crazy. Like the last, because I think last week's movie was like a very similar situation with the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah, the tall man. Because <laughs> it had like a six point something on IMDb, I believe, or 5.9, something like that. And then the Rotten Tomatoes score was like 40. This one has a 6.7 on IMDb and a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. People on Rotten Tomatoes hated this movie. But, but the movie's like, which is great, like, because the the cast is just, you know, I mean, for 2009, it wasn't like, you know, super, super, like, A-list. I mean, Dennis Quaid was the biggest name in it, which is why he's billed first. And then, you know, Ben Foster, which, Ben Foster, like, when you think about Ben Foster's movie career, it is just crazy. So the first time I ever saw a Ben Foster movie was this late 90s. I think it was late 90s. It might have been like early 2000s. Uh, teen rom-com called Get Over It, which had Cisco in it. <laughs> it had Cisco and Kirsten Dunst. And I want to say Mila Kunis was in it too. Um, But yeah, so like... That was the first movie that I saw with him in it. And then somehow, a couple movies later, like he just started getting into these more dramatic roles. Um, he was in like Alpha Dog and you know, 310 to Yuma and The Mechanic. And it's just like he has built this, this just star power with dramatic roles. And it's, you know, it's, it's almost like, because if I remember correctly, like Tom Hanks started off in like, I want to say Tom Hanks was in a horror movie like back in the 80s, but I'd have to look through his IMDb to make sure. But I think I remember watching a documentary about 80s horror movies and it showed a movie that had Tom Hanks in it. But yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks also started off in comedies and things like that and then just kind of built this big name as a dramatic actor and Forrest Gump was the movie that did that for him. But, but yeah, the movie also has Cam Gigandet, which I pretty much know him from 
never back down, which it's a very it's it's a it's a Karate Kid with UFC. That's that's all that that movie is. It's literally the Karate Kid with UFC. But I really enjoy that movie, and I think it's just because like I'm a big fan of UFC stuff. So, but I also know him from Easy A. So, if you have ever seen Easy A. He is the Christian kid with a guitar who is more or less like, if I remember correctly in the movie, his character is dumb as shit. (laughs) Uh, But, and then recently he was in Violent Night. So, yeah, so there's that. So he's still doing movies. And then he was in a movie called Bad Johnson. I think that was the name of the movie basically where his it's pretty much like the movie is like his junk just like becomes a living person. Like it just detaches from his body and becomes a person. <laughs> that, like that is the movie. But, um, but yeah, those are the, the biggest names in the movie. And I mean, there's some other characters like I said, Norman Reedus is in the movie for like five minutes and everybody knows Norman Reedus. But the other, like there is a fourth main character and she is played by, and I'm going to say this name wrong, I know it, Antje Trau. It's A-N-T-J-E-T-R-A-U-E. And the only movie that pretty much American audiences would know her from other than this is Man of Steel. So. But yeah. So basically, if you have not seen Pandorum, Pandorum is a term. It is a. I wrote this down because it's it's actually like it's a fictional thing, but there is a full on definition for this. So Pandorum is it's a fictional psychosis called Orbital dysfunction syndrome. Pandorum is like the slang for it. It is caused by deep space and emotional stress, and it usually affects ship captains who believe that the mission is doomed, and they pretty much say, fuck it, and go paranoid, and yeah. But basically, the movie takes place in the future, and... In the future, the world is so overpopulated that natural resources are scarce and limited and wars break out over natural resources because, yeah, everybody wants them, everybody needs them, so they're going to do what they can to get them. And so they send out these missions into space to try to find life on another planet, which... There is another planet. I can't think of the name of it. I probably should have looked it up or written it down. But basically, they send out a drone. In the beginning of the movie, you see footage where there's a drone that gets sent out, and they find plant life on this other planet. And so they send um, these more or less like habitats with like 5,000 people on them 
Most of them are in a cryo sleep, and they take turns every few years. The people that are running the ship, so that you know, every few years, one team sleeps, then they hibernate in their cryostasis. Another team. Pretty much any sci-fi movie that you have seen has this has this thing happen. So, um, but yeah, so they send these ships out, and basically, you know, before the credits roll, there's a distress signal from Earth that says Earth is done for, and these ships are the final hope for humanity. So. Godspeed, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, but basically, like any sci-fi horror movie, something happens. You don't really know what happens. You find out more as it goes on. I mean, there are definitely also, I guess you could say, inspirational tie-ins or... There's inspiration from Event Horizon because trying to figure out what's going on with everything that happened in the ship because one of the things that happened is everybody that wakes up from their cryostasis has amnesia. (laughs) Nobody really knows anything. Their memories come back to them over time with little things. Not everything, but just minor things. But... Yeah, so the one thing that I have to give credit for with this movie is that, like I said, Ben Foster, he just kind of really carries a large part of the movie. Dennis Quaid is good, but I think Ben Foster in the acting chops in the movie it really outshines Dennis Quaid. And it's it's not because, you know, they're bad actors, but the movie also kind of really focuses more on Ben Foster. And you get little hints at Dennis Quaid. Like it cuts back and forth between Ben Foster and Dennis Quaid because they're in communication for, you know, a good 30 minutes of the movie through radio comms and whatnot. And... Then Cam Gigandet shows up. And then it's him and Dennis Quaid. And things just don't seem right. And in the beginning of the movie, when the distress signal gets sent out, Cam Gigandet is shown standing with the other crew, like the other leaders of the ship. So you know that he knows something or that something. So it's. There is like a twist in the movie, and it's it's really not like a mind blowing twist. It's one that's kind of easy to figure out if you just think about you know things like if you start putting things in perspective. So it's nothing like it's not a mind blowing twist, and you know the movie gets left open. Well, actually, you could say, like, the movie was supposed to be three parts. 
that's the way they planned it, but it just didn't do very well for there to be sequels, even though over the years there have been Facebook groups and things trying to, you know, band together and do a petition and get a another movie brought in. But it's been a while, so I don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, like I said, other than the just, other than everything just being very played out in the, you know, in the scope of sci-fi horror with what this movie does, because like I said, there's nothing really original this movie does. As I said earlier, this is more or less the descent in space. So, you know, you have mutilated looking weird creatures that are humanoid and you have you know a few survivors trying to figure out what's going on and fix the ship so that yeah so that they don't die so i mean it's like i said every every sci-fi movie has done the same thing and if i had to choose you know a sci-fi horror or what what not like number one i'm gonna go with alien i would say aliens but that's kind of more sci-fi action than horror because that's more fun in your face action whereas the original alien is more of a horror with sci-fi more sci-fi horror however you want to whichever one you want to put first would make sense and then of course i'm going to go with event horizon because yeah you know that that is like pretty much the only good paul ws anderson movie because that was before he started putting his fucking wife and everything and just ruining you know, video game series. So, but yeah, I mean, if you've never seen Pandorum for Ben Foster's acting, like that is, that's reason enough to give it at least a watch. I mean, it's only like an hour and 40 minutes. And right now it is streaming on Freevee, Prime, and the Roku channel. So, and I know I'm like the way that I'm talking, it's, it's, it seems like it's a bad movie. It's not. Like I said, the acting is good and it shows why Ben Foster has made a name for himself in, you know, in movies and why he, you know, he was able to become well-known with starting off is, you know, in the normal teen rom-coms and things like that. But are you going to walk away going, you know, man, that was so original. No. And yeah, as like I said, there's other movies that you could watch over this. If you're looking for, you know, good sci-fi horror, but you know, give this one a shot. That's all I can say. I mean, don't totally write it off. But yeah, I mean, 
if you've seen it, you know, what did you think? If they ever did come back and make a sequel, I mean, what do you think would be the premise of the sequel? That's a, that's a good question. And yeah, but you know, uh, not really too much with, uh, with this one. So, I mean, there really wasn't even a whole lot of trivia stuff really, other than, you know, the fact that the movie started off as two different scripts and they kind of joined forces. And that's why there's, you know, the two writers, because one had the idea for survivors in space. And then the other had an idea for prisons in space. <laughs> and they just kind of combined the two. And that, <laughs> that was that. I mean, too, it's like also watching this movie kind of gave me dead space vibes. But I kind of would like to see a dead space movie as long as it is done by the right person. Because, yeah. Don't give it to UA Bowl or Paul W.S. Anderson because they would just ruin it. I know that there's an animated Dead Space movie. There might even be two. I'm not sure. But I'm saying a live action movie, which. Yeah, not to like segue into something completely different because it just. The reminder popped into my head that there is a Bioshock movie coming on netflix i don't know how soon not in the very near future i would say but there is one that is coming and i am looking forward to it fingers crossed because netflix hit or miss with with how they can do things so but but yeah so like I said, not a whole lot with this with this movie, um, but like I said, it is worth at least a viewing, and that's kind of really all you need, in my opinion. Just one, just say say you saw it, and then go watch Ben Foster be awesome in Three Ten to Yuma, or even just go watch, you know, get over it and just see, you know the entertainment of watching Cisco <laughs> as an actor. So, but I hope that everybody has a great, you know, start to your week. We are like two days away from Valentine's day, which, you know, I'm going to be recording on Wednesday night <laughs> on Valentine's day. <sighs> that one's going to be, it's going to be <laughs> quote unquote fun. So, because the way my mind works with, you know, my heart must leave stuff and whatnot. And if you listen to the Behind the Bruise episodes, you already know, like, where I stand with, you know, relationships and the things that I want out of life. And so, pretty much, I'm going to try to not drink, really, on Wednesday because, yeah. But I am looking forward to recording the episode. Like I said, I have been working on it. And I am also going to try to put some focus in working on my short story this week. Because I would really like to have it done by the end of 
the month so that I can present something for everybody who is potentially interested in hearing a short story from moi and whatnot. You know what? It's my show. I can have fun, you know, <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, have a, have an awesome week. Like I said, tomorrow it's going to be running around for me and yeah, God, I am ready for, I can't wait till next Monday because I don't have anything planned, nothing in the books. Fingers crossed that it stays that way so that I can just go grocery shopping, sleep in, and not have to worry about doing anything, going anywhere. Yeah. So keep your fingers crossed for me, people. But always, thank you for listening. Again, I know I rambled this episode as well, but I'm, I promise you I was not near, I'm not nearly as tired as I was last weekend it's just been a hellacious weekend so i'm just in you know i've finally been able to shut my brain off because i know that tomorrow is just going to be more bs that i'm gonna have to deal with from work but it all goes with the territory of the title i guess so but yeah um again thank you for listening it truly means a lot I appreciate you all, even though I may not always say that. And I will talk with everybody again on Thursday.